You're listening to Body IO FM with your hosts, Kiefer and Dr. Rocky, where cutting edge science meets the razor's edge of health and performance. Welcome to another episode of Body IO FM with your host, Kiefer, and co host, Dr. Rocky, who is unfortunately not in studio today. But as um, many of you know, things are changing at uh, Body.io quite a bit. New websites up and uh, some new announcements on there. And we're, it's in beta, so we're constantly adding new features. And uh, there's a new publishing arm to everything. At the moment, it's called Quantum House. That might change. But not only are we publishing our internal works, but we're publishing works that we feel strongly about, such as John Anderson's Deep Water Method, uh, Jason Seib and Sarah Fragoso's JASA method, and also Fred Navarro, Dr. Fred Navarro's Pattern of Health, and more titles to come, including some for myself and uh, CBL2, everybody's waiting for. There's also Carb Night and the Transforming Recipe series, and there's a new book coming up soon about those as well. So to support the show and support everything we do, uh, that's how you do it. Um, Buy good material, read it, and tell your friends about it. One of the changes I hope many people noticed on the new website is that now the coaches have been announced and are available for coaching. We've actually been kind of a test run with the coaches for the last four to five months, kind of working the kinks out of the system at the moment. And we've got a pretty good process down now. So I wanted to announce the coaches. There are eight to begin with, I believe. Or maybe just seven, because I'm thinking of myself in there as well. Uh, You can read the list of them. Uh, uh, Dr. Rocky Patel, AJ, uh, also Andrea Jingle is is her full name. Uh, She's head of the coaching department. Uh, and uh, Alex Navarro, everybody knows her. Um, her and AJ are doing a podcast together, so uh, you've all been introduced to her before. And then uh, we've got a few new faces to the Body IO crew. And I just wanted to use this show to introduce each one, get them on air, talk to them so you can know who they are and what they do and what their specialty is, and we could figure it out from there. So, first, we have Tony Sangimino, who's actually been around with Dangerously Hard back in the day when it was Dangerously Hardcore, and now, now he kind of came back around once I announced that we were doing taking applications for coaches. Uh, Tony popped up out of the woodwork, hadn't heard from him in a, for a while, and now he's been coaching with us for a couple months. So, why don't you uh, introduce yourself, Tony, and... Tell us about yourself and your specialty. My name is Tony Sangimino. I um, have been doing judo my whole life. I'm the uh, reigning current national champion and 81 kilograms in the country. Um, Originally from California, moved out east, upstate New York area. My coach, Jason Morris, probably back in 06. And um, really got involved with dangerously dangerously hardcore, car backloading. Um, as a way for myself to manage my own weight. And, um, you know, obviously that all worked out really well. 
started using it with uh, teammates. They all saw great results, started using it with clients, and uh, it's just grown since then. Just super happy to be, you know, part of the part of all of this. And so you, if, uh, I remember some of our early conversations when you were talking about using CBL for your training and your performance. And do you still do that with yourself and your clients, or are you more car- you cycle carbonite in for? weight control now more than performance or what's your what have you found because you've actually been using this with very high level athletes I mean you're an Olympic medal contender Mm -hmm. so you're not just some you know average Joe trainer off the street uh, and you've worked with very high high level athletes so what is that still the program that you basically use and approach yeah it's really just uh carb backloading and then when it comes time to suck some weight out, we kind of switch it to, I wouldn't say a full-on carb night, but like a carb backloading, carb night hybrid. Do you still work with a lot of athletes? You were working with a, a female athlete the last time I was in touch with you, which was over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you had some great success with her, so you still have a lot of a lot of people. I, I don't want to say clients necessarily, but because I don't, I don't know what you're doing in your your gym setting. Yeah, that was, that was Hannah Martin. And, uh, right now she's actually top 12 in the world, I believe. So she's posed to, to make Rio in 2016. And, um, she used to struggle with her weight probably more so than, than anything else, anything judo or strength and conditioning related. So once we filled that up, you know, her results just really spiked and now she's a, she's a world contender. So that's, Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's everybody, you know, the training we've, we've been talking about this, you know, how big of a tr- uh, component training is, but also that diet side is really critical to, to peak performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think that's understood by quite a few people, but not everybody. There's still this thought that, well, you know, either if it fits your macros, then nothing else matters or, well, the U.S. dietary guidelines are good enough. Um, you know, if you're an athlete, it doesn't matter. Well, you know, when you just compare spreading nutrients out evenly to specifically timing when certain macronutrients come into your diet, it does make a very big change, not only aesthetically, if that's what you're going for, for lean, more lean mass, but also just performance-wise. And would you, you say this is the case in your experience with yourself and others at this level? Yeah, absolutely. And I I think a big distinction comes when you take an untrained group of individuals and a trained group of individuals. And when you add timing in that sense, uh, it can really change, change everything. So, you know, it's really going to come down to what kind of population you're working with. Obviously I'm working with, you know, some of the top judo players and jujitsu guys and in the country. So it's not, uh, I'm not working with necessarily everyday people uh, with this stuff, but a lot of my clients on the side are just everyday, everyday, you know, people trying to look better naked pretty much. That's, that's the real goal and get healthier while they do it. So I use um, a lot of more car- uh, carb night approach to it and uh, it works great. And we talked about this earlier that you're the way you could structure training for yourself 
and a lot of people you work with and in the competitive martial arts world is, is actually in a lot of ways similar to CrossFit type training Mm -hmm. in certain aspects. So, you know, you've had experience at least because, you know, you do a lot of two a day work. Um, and you know, one of those might be strength endurance, uh, and then you've got endurance and I know you did some heavy strength work as well. And you were constantly mixing those up, you know, in how you're arranging them during the routine. Have you, do you, you see the overlap there with uh, CrossFit athletes, especially in ways to increase their performance simply by tweaking their diet around that training schedule that, I mean, honestly, almost brutality that they put themselves through that's at or above the level of, you know, professional athletes, regardless of whether their skill levels there or not, mm-hmm. you know, they're still putting themselves through that kind of training. Uh, do you see the applications here of, you know, how you can mold that over into their arena? Absolutely. I think one of the biggest things uh, that people get confused on is just what the goal is during a specific training session. And usually what it's going to come down to is substrate utilization while you're training. So whether you're burning glycogen, whether you're burning fatty acids in the long term, um, and how we can kind of prepare the body to handle whatever workout we're going to do. So when you combine, you know, a good structured goal oriented training program, and then you add in the nutrients that support those training goals at the right times, you're going to get better results than if you have a black and white nutrition program where you're spacing everything out, eating balanced meals at all times. You're it's, not like you can't succeed with something like that, but you're not truly optimizing your body's potential. Yeah, that's clearly missed. And in a lot of it's there's some new research coming out on clock cells and the different regulators of metabolism and endocrine systems and circadian rhythms. And there's actually several different uh, timing systems throughout the body and in different tissues. And so when you set up anchors, normally one major anchor everybody can think of for your biological clock is daylight. That's a major one. And in turn, one that coincides with that is sleep cycles. Well, so does heavy training, especially if you do it with regularity, and so does your meal timing. So a lot of what we want to do is not just, you know, that people think, well, you know, the, the food, it's amazing how people keep trying to find ways to devalue the food component of things and uh, you know at at your level and you know crossfitters it's interesting to me because crossfitters and other athletes even just the way I would train when I was just a recreational weightlifter I mean there was a lot of intensity there I had other stress in my life and then I'm going to the gym maybe twice a day Uh, you know I've got work I've got graduate school work going on so I had a ton of stress and I really didn't, at that time, I didn't know about carb acclimating or carb night. Uh, so I, I didn't put the focus on how important timing of all that things is, timing with sleep, timing with your workouts. Um, you know, about the best timing I had was made sure I ate every two to three hours and had a post-workout shake. And in your experience, you know, you've, you've been doing this so long, you've found that the timing of macronutrients is also a key component. Definitely. And I think that what you're choosing to 
to put into your body at that time is just as important as the timing. I mean, the quality of the quality of nutrients you're going to get is really kind of dependent on the quality of the food you're consuming and the quality of the supplements. So to put something lackluster and with the wrong timing into your body, it's, you're not, you're not taking advantage of, of, of anything. You're just eating every three hours, right. eating the same foods, and you're not forcing those adaptations to happen. You can work out and eat all you want, but unless you know those cells are actually signaling what they're supposed to signal, it's not going to happen. So what kind of we're, we're wrapping up. We're trying to do 15 minutes with each of the new coaches, and we're, we're nearing the end of your 15 minutes, Tony. So who is it that's your ideal client right now to take through Body.io? And we have a very diverse audience, uh, which is something unique in this space. So who is it that, who's your ideal client that you would like to help? Or, you know, just a, a broad description, maybe there is no ideal. Yeah, I wouldn't say there's an ideal client. Um, I'd say any hybrid athlete looking to take their performance to the next level is uh, what I'd be interested in working with. And So describe really- a hy- hybrid athlete for us. Hybrid athlete, anyone who, uh, crossfitters, BJJ guys, anyone who's concentrated on a blend of, you know, performance, strength, speed, all these different things, and really with a a constrained time limit. So short burst, high activity, just like uh, most people are going to think MMA. Mm Mm-hmm, exactly. And, And CrossFit to a certain degree, although those are a little bit more extended time periods in some cases. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of overlap between strength, strength, endurance, power production. Um, all these things play into each other. And uh, most of the time you can actually optimize them with a diet and surprisingly more rest, more stress control, which again is something I know Tony's very familiar with. We've been talking about it uh, on the coaches retreat that is actually occurring right now as we're recording this podcast. Um, so if, Anybody's interested in, you know, getting some coaching advice from Tony, you can contact through the coaching page. We'll hopefully by the time this podcast goes up, those facilities to contact us will be there. Uh, You can either do it through the main coaching page or Tony specifically. And if not, then just hold on and we'll, we'll get it available as soon as possible. Or you can tweet at us or Facebook us or all that good stuff. All right, thanks for for sitting down for a few minutes, Tony. And uh, any last last words? Of course. Uh, thanks for having me, and uh, pleasure to be here. All right. And luckily, we've added some female coaches to the Body IO team as well. So next, we're going to talk to Chelsea Urankar, who actually I I found out has been using carb backloading and carbonite for a little while, but she was under the radar as far as um, me knowing about her personally. And um, she luckily responded when on Facebook, I asked for candidates for a female trainer who'd be, who was familiar with CrossFit or train CrossFit themselves and use the various protocols, dietary protocols. And Chelsea just kind of put in her application and uh, found out, well, I'll let her talk about herself, but uh, after, you know, an initial interview with AJ, 
you know, AJ was just in love with her and was like, we've got to take Chelsea. Uh, and she did end up being our ultimate decision after talking to everybody else. And so she is out here on this coach's retreat with everybody else and uh, my first opportunity to get to know her. And I completely agree with, with AJ's sentiment. Uh, we needed to have her on the team, and luckily she is. So, Chelsea, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about, about your background? You've got, you've got some cool stuff, you know, what you do now, and uh, actually who you're married to as well is, is um, also kind of a bonus bonus for us because of the help you give him. So I'll let you take it. Yeah, well, I really appreciate it. Uh, being out here with all the coaches, it's really an awesome opportunity. And um, I can specifically recall the night that I had responded to your post on Facebook uh, where you were looking for a coach. And the best way to describe it, I think, is that I've always been sort of a risk taker, but I think that that's something that you have to do. And I think it put me in a vulnerable spot. Like I thought, I know a lot of people are going to apply for this position, um, but I believed in myself and was excited for the opportunity. And so, yeah, I just I, I submitted it online and um, talking with AJ it was a really cool experience and everything just clicked. And being out here with all the coaches, it's been a great opportunity to get to know everybody and yeah, as far as what I do on a day-to-day basis, um, we own a CrossFit gym, which is pretty a unique opportunity to work one-on-one with the clients within the gym. And my husband also competes in the CrossFit community competitively with the CrossFit games and um, the professional side of it with the sport of grid. Uh, so I've got a lot of experience with myself uh, doing these protocols, but then also um writing his meal plan for him and basically providing him all of how he eats for competitions. So I'm really excited to be a part of the team. So, and you're not just, you're not somebody who lives in the gym 24 seven. Yeah. Which I think, yeah, people get advice from inappropriate coaches often, way too often. Um, so, you know, you're, you've got a domestic side to you as well. If yeah. you don't mind me calling it that. Yeah. No, totally. I, so I have two daughters, one's five and one is one and a half. And they, I mean, they have my five-year-olds in school and they have schedules and routines and need to be taken care of and then running a business and um, still finding time for fitness for myself. And then I also love to cook. So finding times to fit all of that in is just something that I make a priority. Um, So it's that I think I have a unique angle and I look forward to um, working with women who are in the same sort of situation. So whether that be that they own their own business and they're managing that schedule or they're raising children, but still they have that drive for themselves to be competitive or to reach um, said physique goals. I really look forward to helping empower women in that aspect. Um, And I I think it'll be a really cool uh, to see their results. And to be able to provide them insight in that. So let's just get down to brass tacks here. um, Because before you send in your application, I'm sure you are familiar with my constant bashing of CrossFit, the entity. I've said many times I have all the respect in the world for CrossFitters. I mean, these, Mm -hmm. these people really, they work hard and they really do in most instances, um, kind of demand your respect. 
Um, but I'm always, you know, very hard on CrossFit, uh, the way it puts kind of these ridiculous goals in front of health or injury or anything else. It's, it's almost asinine. And they've had some major injuries. People have been basically paralyzed from the neck down from doing CrossFit. Um, you know, some very publicized cases. So, you know, knowing my disdain for CrossFit, uh, even though I was openly asking for someone familiar with CrossFit, did that worry you at all? Uh, what, what I might be like, uh, you know, based on your background in your gym and, you know, your, your husband as well, since he competes in CrossFit. Yeah. So it's, it's funny <laughs> you ask me that because that's the thing that I, that's basically the objective that I look forward to overcoming most. Um, because like you said, my husband and owning a business that is specific in CrossFit, um, I just saw that as an opportunity to gain insight and to learn, you know, so I think that you put out such good information and I agree with a lot of what you have to say, which is why I look forward to working with you. Um, but I also see the positiveness that has come from the competitive side of CrossFit and watching my husband compete has been pretty eye-opening experience. So we've been involved in fitness um, pretty much from when we've had first gotten together. And it's it's been cool to see how CrossFit changes lives. So, you know, he's always, he was a division one college football player, um, did strength and conditioning, um, but to find, really find himself in CrossFit and then to be able to see how we've provided that platform for a lot of people through our gym has been, I wouldn't change that for the world. Um, and I think some of what you say regarding CrossFit is really CrossFitters don't train to specialize in anything specific. So, um, you know, there's a lot of gymnastic, there's strength training. I agree that there's idiotic stuff that happens at competitions, like the one that just got blasted on Tosh 2.0 and it's all over YouTube about the guys who and women who were breaking their backs, doing those leaps and what have you. Um, some of it can get out of hand. That's more of a, like a local level competition Typically at the CrossFit Games or something sponsored by CrossFit HQ, I don't think you see so much of that crazy, risky behavior. So so it's more some specific individuals that are making it look bad across the board on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's just like, you know, if you want to tell somebody how to squat properly, the worst place for them to go is YouTube. And I think that's the same for CrossFit. You know, you're not going to find anything there. You should be working with the coach. So, so you're in, in an interesting position, which, you know, is, I, is, you know, one, one reason you're such a perfect fit. And that's because you do do the diet programming for your husband, who's very competitive mm -hmm. um, at the CrossFit level. And have you been able to use you know, this information and working with him, you know, one, one thing that uh, body IO kind of focuses on, you know, besides nutrient timing and things like that, macronutrient timing is also, um, you know, body IO has its roots in high performance. Um, but what I found and what most people I don't think do very effectively is learn from working with people who are high performance and being able to take that knowledge and apply it to, people who are not high performance, who have different goals, um, whether there's any kind of performance orientation at all, 
or if it's more aesthetics or even just health, it's amazing the insight you can learn in the high performance arena that can then help you across the board and vice versa. You can learn things in the health arena that you can then take back to athletes, but nobody that's, that's one of the things I want to do better than anybody else uh, because nobody else is doing it at body IO and working with your husband and then also working with yourself. You're not as you're not a competitor in the CrossFit games and then working with the clientele you have, have you been able to use all of this information uh, to really help everybody on both sides? Yeah, that is what I think is so great about carb night or carb backloading is it's, it's a program that you can apply to fit what it is that you want to do. So whether it be aesthetics that you want to focus on, you will see body composition changes almost immediately. Like the 10 day reset was probably, that is what hooked me. So um, that's been great. And I think as far as the competitive side, the car backloading has been tremendous. So most of my meal prep um, on Sundays, we'll, you know, cook up a bunch of stuff and it's like sweet potatoes and rice. They're pretty much consistently in our fridge. And he, he coaches most of our classes at the gym. And so when he comes home at night, it's just like, it's nice to have that there and it's already ready. It's just, it's so easy to follow that. I think that it, you can accomplish both things. Like you can follow this protocol and make a, have a performance goal, or you can follow this protocol and do, um, bikini contests, you know, and make it all about aesthetics, which is pretty cool. Right. And don't never forget the health component. That's yep. what we're always trying to make healthier people and healthier athletes, mm-hmm. which I think these protocols uh, produce in spades. Um, so what about the, the balancing you're talking about uh, cooking up a bunch of meals on Sunday? Mm-hmm. And I know a, a big a big topic of conversation is, you know, having a family. And as a mother, you know, you're feeding your husband, who's a totally different animal than your children. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in the best possible way. <laughs> and so, you know, how do you how do you balance out the food preparation for yourself, your husband, your kids? How does that look look for you during the week? Yeah. So that's one of the questions I like answering most is just, I don't, I don't typically prepare separate meals for anybody in the family. So that's, what's great about all the education, like self-education, listening to different podcasts, listening, reading different books. Um, I've kind of been able to apply all of the information that I know and implement that for all of us. So typically um, we're all eating the same meal. And if not, then, um, I always keep fast stuff on hand for the kids like, uh, deli meat, whether it be salami or turkey or ham and cottage cheese and, um, cream cheese. So we'd roll up like avocado or cream cheese within the deli meat. Um, and that's quick and easy for them and just food preparation, you know, happening on Sundays. And then, um, Breakfast is I typically will make like some sort of an egg bake that's in the fridge that gets us through like the first three days. Um, And then we start making scrambled eggs for the remainder of the week or hard boiled eggs. Um, It's just easy stuff. I think that uh, having a designated day, like when you're prepping like to go to the grocery store and then having a cook day where you kind of, you know, summertime is great. So you can, you know, pull out your grill and throw on chicken, steak and just have prepped meat or 
uh, ground beef, you turn into taco meat and it's just ready. So when, if you do have a full-time job or um, other um, things that you're busy doing during the day, having that prepared already for you makes it so simple to just prepare an easy meal when you get home late in the evening. So do your, it sounds like, and I might be wrong, but it sounds like your kids also maybe inadvertently or car backloading as well. Yeah, I would say for the kids, for the most part, I don't restrict them from specific things. Um, we do limit like when whenever we're out, I just say no grains. So at church or at school, they they are, I guess, labeled as a gluten allergy just because that way it just ensures for me that I know that they're not consuming that during the daytime. Um, but oh, nice loophole. Yeah. To, to utilize there. Yeah. It's, it's easy. It does. It, I kind of feel a little bit bad that I'm lying. Um, but it's helpful. Um, and then, yeah, they eat, um, I mean, but right before bed, one of their favorite things is a spoonful of coconut oil. And that was something that I'd picked up on. I found that it really helps like giving your kids uh, fat for right before bedtime helps them sleep the night through. And they both sleep like 12 solid hours. So that's, it's great. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What about dinner? Like with yeah. dinner, you just whatever. Yeah. So, well, d so dinner time, like the prepped meals that I do, like say on a Sunday, that typically gets us through lunchtime. Cause a lot of the time, like my husband will be at the gym midday for his personal training. So I want to have like cooked meats and stuff like that ready to go and, and grab and then dinners, I typically cook every night. Um, but it's, it's just easy, like mindless stuff, you know, and it's so simple when you're focusing like macronutrients and you know what protein sources are, you know what your fat sources are and your carb sources. It's just so easy to come home and put some coconut oil in a pan and throw in your chicken and then saute some spinach really quick with some butter. And it's it's just easy and, and quick. You know, if you if you have your kitchen prepped, I think that meal prep is, it's mindless. It doesn't take much. Yeah. I remember hearing the stat that people spend less than, I think it's like 10 or 15 minutes a day in the kitchen mm -hmm. and they spend up to an hour per day watching cooking shows. Oh yeah. That's yeah. the ratio. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is horrible. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's not that hard to cook. Although I can't speak right now, I've been eating a lot of my meals out, but I, I do live by some fantastic restaurants that use all local ingredients, uh, which I very much support. I don't care if they're organic or what have you. I do care that it is local. Sure. Yeah. One of the things, the unique things that we like to do um, is to be a resource to people. Um, and, you know, we work with a local farmer, so we will be able to get our meats delivered uh, to members of our gym that happens on a weekly basis. So I love the big uh, local movement, um, you know, doing, uh, having a farmer that you can purchase from, I think is, is a great opportunity. And it also helps keep the cost of buying quality meat sources down when you can buy directly from the producer versus having a middleman. All right. Great. Any, anything else say you, you gave us a good synopsis in there, who you want to work with and um, and why and what your, your specialties are. Anything you want to finish with or uh, comments? I mean, you just, 
I hope it was a great weekend uh, coaches retreat for the first tier coaches. So, yeah, it it's been an awesome time so far, and I just really look forward to empowering women and helping them like break through the barrier of maybe the fear. So the, in the CrossFit community, everybody's so familiar with um, following specific macronutrients or blocks per meal and doing the zone, or they're familiar with quality food sources and following paleo. But I just hope to kind of create, use the platform to enable women to feel not scared to eat carbohydrates, you know, when you're doing carb night, that you don't have to fear this, that you get great results. So I just, I'm really looking forward to um, working with everybody and empowering women, really. And we did have an epic carb night last night. Yeah, that was a little insane, but it was really fun. (laughs) That apple turnover was awesome. (laughs) All right, great. Thanks, Chelsea. Uh, For those of you who are interested in finding her, again, uh, the main coaching page, you can find her coaching profile on there. We'll have more information after the show, but uh, if you want to specifically request Chelsea's help, uh, you can uh, click on her profile and get more information there. All right. Well, thanks, Chelsea. Thank you. And next on the Body IO coaching team is Dane Wallace, a strongman competitor. And he can tell you more about his accolades and his professional achievements. Um, but really excited to have Dane on. He was a recruit by AJ, as a matter of fact. Um, she kind of brought him to my attention and thought he'd be a good fit, knew he was using car backloading. And an uh, extremely competitive athlete. Actually, he's a little bit of a freak, uh, which is always good to have around. But he's also had a lot of experience working with other people. So very excited to have him on the team. And uh, Dane, why don't you, uh, I, I'm, I'm actually kind of afraid to let him loose because once Dane starts talking, it doesn't really stop. Um, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Thanks a lot. That's, that's a great intro. He's a freak. He doesn't really uh, shut up. All right. That's a good intro. Uh, yeah. So I think uh, like Kiefer uh, already mentioned, uh, I was a bit of a recruit from AJ because I live up in Toronto. So about two hours from AJ. And yeah, I compete in Strongman. I've been helping clients uh, use car backloading for a couple years now. Uh, it's really what kind of launched me into uh, the the status of Strongman that I am now, which is top in Canada in my weight class and competing at the the world level in the Arnold coming up. So, uh, the Arnold. Everybody keeps asking me if I'm going to be there, but I won't. But we'll be represented by Dane, who's going to pretty much kick ass. Oh yeah, I'm going to win. <laughs> I have no doubt. I mean, you you are, I mean, uh, pretty much a little freak. You're what, 175, is that right? Yeah, that I, walk, I walk around at about 180. 175 yeah. is my weight class. So, yeah, last year, I was at the Arnold last year as well. It was, uh, they had a 185 class last year, which was kind of strange. They just amalgamated the 175 and 200 classes. But this year, they have a 175, 200, 231. So they have the, the proper weight classes. Uh, so it's nice to actually be competing at my proper class instead of having to like bulk up and do a higher class like last year. So what's been your, you said using these protocols is they've been somewhat responsible for your performance over the last few years and reaching the the topper echelons where you are now. Can you talk about that process a little bit? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I got into strongman when I was uh, 24, 25, I think 2007. I just had a bunch of buddies who 
you know, big, strong guys and they were doing contests. And up in Canada, we, we didn't, ha- we don't even have weight classes. Even until today, we don't have weight classes. And so I started working out with them and I was, I'd really just gotten into strength training not long before that. And I was just kind of eating everything and getting as big as possible because there are no weight classes. And I was just getting injured. And so I actually stopped competing after one season. Uh, I actually moved overseas. A lot of things happened in my life. And then when I moved back, um, I still was just cranking weights in the gym and just getting strong. And I had no intentions of going back into strongman until I had a buddy of mine in 2013 randomly running a show and last minute needed someone. So I jumped in and uh, performed pretty damn well. And there was a guy from the US there who saw me and came up to me after and asked me why I wasn't competing in weight classes. And one thing led to another and I went down to the States and sure enough, I was pretty competitive at my, my weight and basically carb backloading was the catalyst that got me from being a <laughs> kind of a fat guy at my height <laughs> to kind of getting down to where I could compete in a weight class and be super strong at it. So it, I know I never really planned it, but carb backloading is ultimately you know, the recipe that got me to lose weight and get stronger at the same time, which, you know, most people think is impossible, but I'm kind of walking proof that it is. So that's, I really want to talk to people about that and show them that's definitely possible. And I know we've, we've talked about this before. I've talked about helping to prep power lifters before powerlifting meet, which is obviously a little different. Um, but you also use carb night for your weight reduction and also your, your bulking up. So without giving all the details, can you talk about that uh, just a little bit in your experience with carb night? Yeah, well, I mean, carb night's actually, I used that a little bit more at the beginning. You know, I was, I was looking into, you know, low-carb diets and low-carb in and of itself. I mean, it's just, you know, <laughs> it's no good if you're looking for any kind of, like, maintaining any performance at all. But I found that with carb night, you know, you can lose a good amount of fat and you can use it to, to maintain strength. Um, and so I can use that. I use that to, to drop the vast majority of my fat. And then I went to carb backloading and really that's when I could pick up a lot of the strength. So... Based on my experience with that, I started using that more with clients, and it's it's just impressive what you can do through the different manipulations with carb night by itself or carb backloading or combining the two, which is really what I do right now. So, what's your training schedule like? I know uh, we just published John Anderson's Deep Water methodology, which outlines his training and his his eating, which is very strongly ketogenic, uh, which doesn't work for everybody unfortunately, but I know his, his training loads, some people look at some of his prescriptions and they just, you know, think it's superhuman. So what are your training? I mean, for your size, some of the stuff you do seems superhuman. So yeah. I, want, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, well, I'm, I'm in the gym six days a week. Uh, I, I prescribe in one rest day per week. Um, I use an HRV to help measure my, per, my recovery. So basically I, I program in three strength building days per week that are absolute must get in, uh, need to build that strength. And then three other days that I get in there and I practice strongman conditioning, um, sports specific training basically. Uh, and then I just manipulate my, my nutrition around that schedule. And I've found that that works super well for me. Uh, I've only been doing it this way for, uh, really a few months now, really in preparation for the Arnold. So I guess we'll see, we'll see what happens in uh, two weeks from now, but uh, I'm sure it's going to be pretty great. Um, and before that, I was I didn't have the HRV, and I was kind of just doing three, four days a week of strength training and trying to cram everything to marathon sessions, which was pretty hard on the body. So now I think I have a much better grasp on things, and uh, I do all my own programming. So it's uh, I know myself 
pretty well inside out. So I do my own stuff. So in those marathon sessions, what was a mar- cramming things into a marathon session? What was that like? Uh, I mean, it's frame? just <laughs> time consuming wise, you know, if you're in a, a voluminous phase, I guess a, a marathon session during the week, I mean, strongman days themselves can last up to, you know, three, four hours, whatever, if you're really going crazy in a high volume wave. Uh, but to a typical like in gym session during the evenings, you know, I'd be trying to get in deadlifts, you know, four or five sets of deadlifts, and then maybe do some squats for four sets. And then after that, doing some accessory movements with either, you know, bench or overhead pressing, then a lot of back accessory, and then maybe getting some arms in there and then trying to get in one strongman event at the end, you know, for some conditioning. So it was pretty tough. You try and get that in in two, two and a half hours. So you're just hammering through sets and just, it's like, as soon as you get your breath back, it's like, okay, got to get in, got to get to the next set. So it's, pretty taxing and then you you, the way I was doing that is you you had to have the next day's recovery because you're just killing yourself for two two and a half hours so it's it's much nicer the way I'm doing it now every day I go into the gym and I feel pretty refreshed pretty good that I can do anything and I've seen some really nice gains some nice PRs in the gym that are definitely gonna gonna show up in competition soon so so have you noticed anything that at your level we don't have a lot of guys using the HRV crazily uh, and also car backloading. Do you notice any correlation there between your recovery and how even you keep your HRV? I know we've been talking this weekend uh, about how how even you've been able to keep yourself on the HRV and not throwing yourself into the red. Do you see some correlations there? Even, you know, we blew it out this weekend with the carbs, and I don't know if you monitored your HRV. <laughs> I mean, did that throw you into the red or yellow, green, you know, or if you don't have your carbs, have you noticed any of that? Yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've really been looking at it and it's, it's hard to find a, a, a real pattern entry. You know, I, I always look at like what I've eaten, you know, what kind of stressors I'm having in my life, uh, you know, how well I've been sleeping, what exactly I did at the gym. You know, I, I track a lot of metrics um, as soon as I'm done working out. Like I write down like a rating of perceived exertion, like how much time did it take, how many, you know, maximum ish rep sets did I do, you know, track a lot of stuff to see if I can kind of find a pattern and figure out, you know, just get my recovery down pat. And it's hard to find a pattern with this thing. It's kind of all over the place. It's still kind of new to me. Uh, But one thing that I can say is that if I do not eat enough carbs, then my HRV is typically lower than I think it's going to be. Like yesterday we blew it out and I woke up this morning and sure enough, it was like, get to the gym, go lift weights, like 10 readiness, ready to rock. So I didn't go to the gym today because we're, <laughs> we're here doing other stuff. So a right. little bit of a waste of training day today. But uh, with the Arnold approaching, I need those days as well. So I need to kind of rest the body up right now. But uh, yeah, more, the more carbs, the better the recovery typically is. And I, I, I can find sometimes that if my HRV is not where I th- think it's going to be when I wake up, that I think back to the night before, it's like, nah, man, maybe I didn't eat enough carbs. And that's kind of what I'm trying to play with right now to really pinpoint it. And I, I, I know that definitely has a, a factor in things. So just real quick, I want to go into what it was that we ate yesterday, and let's oh. let's start at that first oh, meal God. in San Francisco. Just go go through that list, and then talk about a. I remember we were talking about <laughs> how you looked this morning because you were you were like, oh yeah, that's fine. And then also we just went over your HRV. So why don't we start at uh, what was it about? I think three o'clock, three o'clock yesterday. Why don't you run through everything you ate from three o'clock until about eleven? People are going to hate me. Yeah, you, you, you can even include the uh, the extra beverages as well. Okay, all right, let's see. 
Uh, in fairness, I did get up early in the morning and train, so yeah, it was a yeah. training day. Everyone was, so, so it was I, you a, know, a proper car backloading. Proper car backloading day. So three o'clock, uh, had my first venture into In and Out Burger. Never, you know, up from Canada, so I've never really had one of these before. So I had the what it was, was it the the double double animal style with fries, extra well done. So that was uh, that was quite quite good. One of the best burgers I've ever had. So I understand the In and Out hype. Uh, so that was around three o'clock, and then I think from there went on a bit of a hike and ended up uh, at a gelato place uh, where I had some uh, biscotti gelato and dark chocolate gelato. So that was pretty great. Another little walk uh, to All You Can Eat Sushi, where I had <laughs> I don't know lot, lot, lots yeah, of gyoza and lots of chicken teriyaki and about I don't know maybe four rolls, five, four or five rolls, I don't know something like that. Lots of lots of stuff. Uh, from there, or did I, was, wait, was the, was the apple fritter dipped in chocolate before that? Oh, Peter? that was before that. I mean, that was before that was sushi. between the gelato and the sushi. Okay, right. So we, we shared a giant, uh, apple fritter covered in chocolate, which was unbelievable. Uh, from there after sushi, we walked again by that place, got another fritter, uh, to take back to, you know, <laughs> back, back home, uh, along with a couple other treats from the same bakery. Um, we also picked up uh, something to drink <laughs> for when we got back. Did did we have anything else before we got home? No, we did. We did walk through uh, Whole Foods, though. Right, we did go through Whole Foods and pick up a bunch more supplies. Uh, got back and just got into Girl Guide cookies and the fritter and some more of the baked treats and some of the these brownies. We got our Whole Foods and some other assorted cookies and the tequila. I think tequila. Was in there. We had some really bad cornbread. There was some terrible cornbread purchase at Whole Foods. Don't right. buy Whole Foods cornbread. That was terrible. It was a joke. Um, but yes, tequila. We purchased tequila and had, uh, I think there were four of us drinking that. So we each had, you know what I mean, three or four shots each of that. Um, after the group shot, of course. Everyone, right. everyone right, partook course. in that. You had to, had to do that. And then we went for another quick walk to a donut shop and had freshly baked donuts, like right out of the oven, this place that Kiefer knows locally. And how many donuts do we get amongst us? Like oh, 15, I, 16? Yeah. I don't know polished them off though those blueberry donuts were unbelievable <laughs> and so at this point it's like we get back it's 11 30 ish and then everyone just man the sleep i had unbelievable yep oh cold and fully recovered ready for a work oh, that's the thing wake up in the morning and like then the night before i, I hadn't slept all that well like i was jet lagged and like super tired but kind of like waking up off and on and it was an ultra low carb day and then last night though, like man, all those carbs down for the count. Good solid eight and a half hour sleep. Wake up and the HRV's like go crazy. And then of course I look in the mirror and just shredded, <laughs> shredded. <laughs> so yeah, carbs. Yeah, they're a good thing. Yeah, they're your friend. They are my friend. And they can be junky every once in a while. Oh, People yes, always they worry can. about that. I, I don't know why. You know, whatever your preference is, but. So let's get back onto the coaching. You're you're part of the new coaching staff yep. here at Body IO, one of the first tier coaches. Uh, people will learn what that means later. Um, but what's your you know who is it you're looking to work with? Who who would you like to ideally help? Or you know even if there's not an ideal person, what's the range of kind of goals that you want to help people achieve? Uh, well, again, I've I've been working on my own with a variety of different people now for for a few years. Um, but really, I've, I I like to practice what I preach. You know, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy, I, I go for strength and performance. I like working with anybody who they're the real. The niche I think is anybody who wants to get strong, you know, concentrating on performance, but at the same time getting lean and being healthy. I mean, that's, that's really the sweet spot, but I, I mean, I've worked with men, women, uh, 
just purely for fat loss or, you know, for strongman programming, powerlifting programming, strength gain. Uh, I, I'm comfortable working with all these kinds of people, but really I think it's that, that focus where you care about not just your performance, but also your health and aesthetics. I mean, I can help you out with that because I get it completely. Awesome. And tomorrow will be exciting. Speaking of size, strength, and aesthetics, uh, you're going to go out and train with John Anderson. It's yeah, tomorrow's going to be a good day. It's going to be the last real big strongman session before the Arnold. So excited to get out there and uh, train with a legend and uh, put up some good numbers and get some confidence built up for the contest. Awesome. Any last comments? Uh, just excited to be here. This is, uh, we have a great team. Like this has been a, a great few days hanging out with a bunch of great people and, uh, really looking forward to what we're, we're going to offer to people. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Fantastic. And again, uh, on the coaching page, you can find Dane's profile there. And if you want to work with him, uh, there'll be more information on that page. All right. Thanks, Dane. Thanks a lot, guys. So with all the new coaches, uh, we were, you know, we're really lucky to have Rocky on board because he's an MD. Uh, which has allowed me to get information on my diet in the real world. Uh, that's really important. Um, but we would also, you know, we're we're still kind of missing those key professional components. So we're really very lucky to have the next coach on board, Kristen Grettenberger, also known as the detective dietitian online in certain venues. Um, but she is very close to finishing up her uh, registered dietitian work. And uh, she will be a part of the Body IO team. She is a part of Body IO team right now as a coach. Um, but uh, I will let her give you more information about herself instead of you know trying to filter it through my eyes. Uh, but she's got a great list of accomplishments, both academically and in the aesthetic competition world as well. So, Kristen, hi. Well, so you know I'm so excited to be a part of this team but basically you know I'm here because of the experience that I've witnessed through some of my clients uh, as far as not only physique but also from a clinical perspective and being able to see lab results and outcomes from carb night that have been amazing and so right now I am finishing up my hours to sit for the RD exam and I'm finishing up my master's of science in nutrition and dietetics. And I just fell in love with this lifestyle because not only do I feel great, um, I feel healthy, I feel less run down, but I'm also able to look great and able to step on stage. So it's hard to find a diet that, that you can do both of those things with. And so being able to utilize this diet with my clients in, you know, all of them have been very happy with it. Um, this is this has been probably one of the most uh, I I hate to call it a diet because personally I think it's more of a lifestyle, but this has been one of the greatest programs that I've really never derailed off of in the last few years. Which is I've been everything from a vegan to a vegetarian, whatever you name it, been there, done that. Zone Atkins, you've tried it. This has so far been just easy breezy for me. <laughs> and this, this says a lot because you are currently, you've been on stage before, you're prepping again, and you have a crazy schedule of long hours in the car, going from location to location, clients in one area, school in another. 
when you've got a very packed, stressful life and you're able to manage all of that while prepping for a show and somehow manage to appear all kinds of bubbly and positive attitude all the time and <laughs> things are rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> I mean, so is this, is this just, you know, were you like that before on other diets when things got stressful or do you find this one helps you manage your stress more easily, which is, you know, one of the arguments I make and some of the arguments that are coming out in research now as well. Uh, no, in fact, this is, um, I, I had a lot of anxiety before. I've always been anxious, uh, because I was always hungry. I'm a, I was, I grew up very active as a dancer and performer. I was a competitive dancer and to try to maintain a specific body weight and a specific look, and then also eating enough to sustain the performance, literally it, it was always a stressor in my life. And I think one of my favorite things and the ultimate goal with what I'm trying to do with my life and in helping others is to relieve some anxiety, to relieve some stress. And right now, I mean, life is a challenge. It's, it's definitely a challenge. I don't, I'm not sleeping the amount that that would be ideal. Um, but every other diet has always been like, I felt like I had to count all the time or I had to track. I mean, sometimes tracking is good. And often when you start carb night, you do need to do those things to understand it. But now it's like, oh, that's right. I'm hungry. Or, oh, I should probably eat. Oh, I can stop at a gas station. And I know that I can find something that's going to fit within, you know, a certain criteria for me or what I need at that moment at that day. So this has been probably one of the less stressful diets. And everything else in my life is pretty stressful. So the last thing I want to do is stress about what I put in my mouth or how I feel. And I feel great considering the circumstances that I'm in right now. And so, again, even more evidence, you know, just from my personal story and from what I've received from my clients as well. Now, I, it's interesting because you said you've you tried to be a vegan at one point in vegetarianism and you actually are inundated in a program that is very favorable to the vegan lifestyle and supposed vegan research that doesn't, you know, actually say what they, they claim it does. And you've run into a lot of difficulties with that. So how, how do you manage that? I mean, you are in a situation, I, I just have the general audience out there and, you know, some armchair scientists like, you know, um, I won't name names with that comment. But, you know, people, you know, just general people to try to convince that this information is valid. This information is real. We are seeing these results through blood work, Rocky's Clinic, blood work that you have access to. I mean, this is the real deal. Um, so you're in a world. And so for me, you know, it's just, you know, the, the convincing, those will be convinced by the science are or maybe some are swayed by my personality, whatever. But you're in a much more intractable situation one might say how do you deal with that how do you deal with trying to bring these ideas of health that are literally very centered on the consumption of animal products into a community that is very focused on uh, vegetarianism at the least but veganism is the idea well at this point i'm you know i've heard it all and i've been through so much i you know, I, I was interested in nutrition and health probably from the age of 14. 
from my background. And so I've tried it all. I've done it all. I've worked with many people. And at the end of the day, I've just reached a point in my life where you can't, you really can't persuade me to go in a different direction because based off of how I feel, and that's what's most important to me and how my clients feel and not only feel, but look, uh, I think that is a testimony in itself. And so being the black sheep at, at a campus that doesn't even serve meat uh, at all, like, you know, I have to drive a mile off campus just to even find something. It's been a challenge. I've actually been in trouble. Um, you know, I've had to take down a blog or so until I graduate or, you know, I'm kind of a little bit under fire, but I'm here to represent the people and I'm going to stick to what I feel the truth is. And I'm not driven by some pseudoscience. Um, and at the time, this this is great research. This is how I feel. And there's research to support that. And I honestly feel like sometimes I might have a little more experience with different diets than some of maybe my professors do. You know, and I'm not driven by that. They are very driven by a spiritual belief uh, more than a, maybe a scientific belief belief. They say it's backed up by science, but a lot of the science is actually very old. And uh, you can provide other, Kiefer's really good at providing the other side of these things. So because I'm not a part of that spiritual community that supports this diet, then I can sit here and say, no, I, I have a different opinion. It doesn't, it doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't work for many, let alone it doesn't work for me. So right now, my passion is just driven through truth. That's what I'm here to do is just to provide something different and, and another side of the truth, what I feel is the truth and what we see and feel is the truth. Right. There's, there's absolute truth, which I'm not sure is uh, provable. And then there are provable things and it turns out they are actually different. Um, so we do, you know, knowing that you, you have to temper the science. Those are the facts. That's one part of the proof aspect of truth, but you also have to look at reality. Uh, and you've got to look at that from many different perspectives and a lot of experimentation, which a lot of people, even some of the most popular, most vocal people have never tried to use any other diet than the standard macronutrient split, uh, you know, 40% carbs and then take your pick, or at least 40% carbs, sometimes up to 60, and then take your pick of protein and fat. And uh, they've never used anything else, and yet they say that is the only thing that works. I know it just because <laughs> I know. Um, this, this is not – no way is that akin to science. I don't care how many, how many science studies they quote or reference or you know whatever. Right. That's not science. It's not even related to science. What they're doing is just trying to spew some half-assed epidemiological studies – um, mm -hmm. to support their own prejudice because mm -hmm. they're maybe scared to try anything else. They're scared that they're going to try something else and it's going to prove what they've been saying for the last decade was crap. Absolutely. Um, they're trying to find evidence that supports their personal beliefs and that stems from something that's very deep rooted. And at this point, it's it's. I once had to give a guest lecture at a community college and I had to write out all, I wrote all the diets that I had experimented with through this I guess I've been in this industry almost 15 years now and it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing to put down, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I've, huh, 
that's why I'm even so much more passionate about what we do here is because I've been through all this. I know how it feels. And I've been working with, I've been training people now for almost seven years. So I feel bad. I almost, if I reflect at what I, the advice that I gave people seven years ago, I'm a little bit embarrassed about what I've done in the past because now I just, I feel like I have a better grasp of things. And so I'm just really excited to be able to, to give my clients, uh, you know, a, a different perspective and hopefully it works out for them as well as it worked out for me and my other clients. Well, luckily being a part of Body.io will give you the opportunity to atone for all that bad advice you gave seven years ago. <laughs> right, please. Um, I apologize. <laughs> but uh, you've, you've got a broad range of experience uh, from the extremely sick individual uh, to people who just want to get on stage. And, you know, in, in that range, do you have an ideal person you're looking to work with? Or, um, it, you know, is it is it really you want you? I know you have a lot of experience across the board. So, you know, would you just, you know, is there anybody with any particular set of goals or that you'd, you're really looking to help that where your passion lies and your experience, which is very broad, which is a, a huge benefit to our coaching? I feel that the people that really just want to change their mindset and the relief of anxiety of what to eat every single day and the obsession with counting and calories and I want people to be able to be relieved of that stress so they can really begin to live their life because when you're caught up in the silliness and numbers and very, very strict diets, uh, I don't know. I just feel like you miss out on so much. And there are a lot of years that I was stuck on things that, that I shouldn't have been. And so if I can relieve people of that and help them lose weight and make them, you know, look better, I think that is my main goal. And so if you are one of those people that have just, you know, you've list, you've lived your last five, 10 years of your life, like just feeling like, why can't I get this right? That's the person I want to reach out and help because you maybe you just haven't caught the right perspective or maybe you just haven't had a different angle, you know, that's been shared with you. So if I can make someone's life and wellness overall better, then I feel like I'm doing my job. All right. Fantastic. We're really happy to have you on the team. I hope, um, You've had a chance to meet all the other coaches. Yeah. Like I said, you know, we've had a coaches retreat over the last few days at an mm -hmm. undisclosed location right. uh, in Northern <laughs> California. And, um, you know, I, I think we've got a great team and you've, you're an incredible addition to the team. I'm, I'm glad to have you on. Uh, so any, any last comments? You know what? Just keep listening to this information because if I would have had this 10 years ago, <laughs> maybe it would have, you know, maybe I would have saved some time, but Kiefer, I just thank you so much for having me as part of this team. I honestly, this is probably one of my dream jobs. Uh, I don't even know if it's a job. It's it's a dream just to be here and, and to be part of this experience. It's This is living, this is life, and to be able to be here is something I'm thankful for. And this team is amazing. They're fun. They're real people. You know, we're able to have this this coaching meeting, and it's 
we're not these OCD, you know, compulsive people. I'm, I think I'm the only one that really worked out on this trip. <laughs> and that's just because I like it. No, but Dane, Dane worked that's out. That's right. Well. Dane has, Dane's prepping for a competition. But it's nice that we could, you know, sit back, relax and not have, have this anxiety free trip. I, that's awesome. And this is, this is the like-minded individuals that I really enjoy being around. Well, thanks. Well, like I said, really glad to have you as a part of Body IO, especially moving forward. And uh, anybody who would like to, uh, who's interested in working with Kristen, uh, again, you can find on the coach's page, you can find some information there and you can also find Kristen's profile uh, to look for some more information. Hey, thanks everybody for listening to this kind of special show. I'm really excited to be able to announce the coaches and that we have a coaching staff to start expanding the number of people that we can help on an individual basis. And we're going to be expanding that even faster as this year progresses and be able to touch the lives of, of even more people and just help people whatever their goals are. We've got a really diverse team here, uh, which I think was essential because, you know, my interest in my knowledge base is, is very diverse. Uh, you know, I'm not just interested in performance and I'm not just interested in health and I'm not just interested in one, one aspect of of either of those. I'm very much interested in the whole Malou and how they fit together. Uh, so the team we have is incredible. We've got some high level athletes, uh, literally Olympic gold medal, uh, candidates, uh, contenders, and, uh, one of the top strong men in the world. Uh, we've got Miss Natural Fitness Olympia, uh, Alex Navarro. Uh, we've got people who've competed, people who, have masters in nutrition, MDs, RDs, um, you know, everything. Uh, a housewife who does the diet programming for her husband, who's a top-level CrossFit athlete. You know, we, we've got a very diverse team that has a lot of knowledge, and an amazing amount of experience across an amazingly diverse number of particular situations. So, you know, my goal here at Body.io and its future is to help as many people as possible make whatever goal that they're trying to achieve as easy to reach as possible. And uh, I think we, the, the first tier coaches uh, here at Body.io demonstrate that goal, you know, perfectly. And I'm very excited to have them on. And this, this we had a coaches retreat this weekend. They all came out. And uh, got to spend the weekend here with me. You know, I got to know some of the coaches I, I didn't get to know and uh, strengthen the friendships that I have with the ones that I do know. And it's, it's been a great experience. And I hope that if you're having any diff difficulty with carb night or carb backloading uh, or any of the programs that you reach out and you try to find some help because we've got a great team of people who can help you now. And, um, unfortunately Rocky wasn't on the show, um, but you know, that happens and the new Her Body, uh, show on Body.io FM station is, uh, live and up. You, you will be seeing some changes, uh, Body.io FM will become kind of its own radio station, uh, with a variety of shows that I hope will meet the needs of most everybody out there. All right, that's another episode of Body IOFM.
You've been listening to Body IO FM with your hosts, Kiefer and Dr. Rocky. If you'd like to hear more, log on to body.io. We'll be back next time with more science from the pinnacle of human health and performance.